Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 27th, and we will be reading paragraphs 910 through 917 today. We will close out our section on the laity in the church and start with the section on the consecrated life. And, of course, as always, we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The laity can also feel called, or be in fact called, to cooperate with their pastors in the service of the ecclesial community for the sake of its growth and life. This can be done through the exercise of different kinds of ministries according to the grace and charisms which the Lord has been pleased to bestow on them. In the church, lay members of the Christian faithful can cooperate in the exercise of this power of governance in accord with the norm of the law. And so the church provides for their presence at particular councils, diocesan synods, pastoral councils, the exercise of the pastoral care of a parish, collaboration and finance committees, and participation in ecclesiastical tribunals, etc. The faithful should distinguish carefully between the rights and the duties which they have as belonging to the church and those which fall to them as members of the human society. They will strive to unite the two harmoniously, remembering that in every temporal affair they are to be guided by a Christian conscience, since no human activity, even of the temporal order, can be withdrawn from God's dominion. Thus, every person, through the gifts given to him, is at once the witness and the living instrument of the mission of the church itself, according to the measure of Christ's bestowal. Roman numeral three, the consecrated life. The state of life which is constituted by the profession of the evangelical councils, while not in entering into the hierarchical structure of the church, belongs undeniably to her life and holiness. Evangelical Councils Consecrated Life Christ proposes the evangelical councils in their great variety to every disciple. The perfection of charity, to which all the faithful are called, entails for those who freely follow the call to consecrated life the obligation of practicing chastity and celibacy for the sake of the kingdom, poverty, and obedience. It is the profession of these councils within a permanent state of life recognized by the church that characterizes the life consecrated to God. The state of consecrated life is thus one way of experiencing a more intimate consecration rooted in baptism and dedicated totally to God. In the consecrated life, Christ's faithful, moved by the Holy Spirit, proposed to follow Christ more nearly to give themselves to God, who is loved above all, and pursuing the perfection of charity and the service of the kingdom, to signify and proclaim in the church the glory of the world to come. One great tree with many branches. From the God-given seed of the councils, a wonderful and wide-spreading tree has grown up in the field of the Lord branching out into various forms of the religious life lived in solitude or in community. Different religious families have come into existence in which spiritual resources 
are multiplied for the progress and holiness of their members and for the good of the entire body of Christ. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.